Welcome to Building Your Best Career, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Building Your Best Career. So today, you might notice there's a little bit of an echo in the background. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about spring cleaning. And there's a tiny bit of echo in my recording today because I am in the middle of spring cleaning my office. And that was kind of what gave me the idea for this topic. With so much of our time being spent in the office this past year, and blurring those lines between free time and work time, I felt particularly driven this year to really step up my game when it comes to my my typical spring cleaning regime. And I think I've mentioned a few times on here that when COVID started, I actually moved my desk and computer and everything down to the basement because we've got a house full and we had to kind of share space to make sure that we weren't talking over one another on video calls and we were able to have some privacy. So it's been a long winter in the, in the basement and with school coming to a close shortly and schedules loosening up just a little bit now, I'm super excited because I'm, I'm coming out of the basement. I'm, I'm moving back upstairs, I've got a window and a little bit more sunlight, but because it's been such a while since I've been back upstairs, the area that I was using as my office has kind of been repurposed. So I had to be creative in thinking about where I would set up my, at least for the summer, office. And I decided that we had this kind of utility room where basically it was just a junk room and it has a window in it. So it seemed to make sense if I could clean the house and find things to do with all of the junk in that junk room, I could use that as my summer office. And again, that's why it's a little echoey now because I don't have a curtain on the window, just some blinds, and I don't have anything hung up on the walls yet. It's a work in progress. It's a little bit cozy, but I'm quite excited because the sun comes in there most of the day and it just feels like a really good switch. So along those lines, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about some things that you can be thinking about doing to kind of clear out the cobwebs and get ready for summer on a couple of different levels. The first thing I like to think about when I'm getting ready to spring clean are more about my routines, thinking about things that we kind of get a little lax in the winter, or maybe it's just me, I get kind of lax in the winter. We spend a little bit more time sitting on our butt, a little bit more time hanging around the house, and particularly with COVID and being stranded in the house, I think that I know we've gotten pretty comfortable with being somewhat sedentary and not moving as much as I would like. So one of the first things that I like to do when I'm spring cleaning is think about different ways that I can kind of be a little bit more healthy and active and organized in kind of my mental, physical, and emotional self as well as the office piece. 
if you are feeling good, it's a lot easier to work harder, work more productively because you're excited to be at your desk, you're excited about what you're doing, and it just feels better all around. I don't think I get as stiff in my chair because I'm in a little bit better health, I'm a little bit more limber, things like that. So things like taking the dog for a longer walk now that the weather's nicer. I can't really say, oh, it's too cold. We're just going to do the short route today now that the sun is shining. And for the most part, allergies are starting to get better. There's no excuse for me not to take him on a longer route. And it gets me some fresh air. It gets him some fresh air. It tires him out so that he's a little better behaved when I'm working. Plus, you just get the exercise and it feels good. The next thing I think about are some of my routines, my routines with respect to when I do my work. We're getting up a little bit earlier now that the time has changed. We're staying up a little bit later. And I like to take a look at how I am dividing up my time during the week. I am a morning person, so I like to get most of my heavy lifting done first thing in the morning, just because my brain works best at that time. So anything where I really need to focus, anything super creative, those kinds of things like my financials or my social media or material prep, things like that I do first thing in the morning because I really, I come up with really great ideas, I think, at that time in the morning, whereas I struggle a little bit more later in the day. So I take a look at how I'm managing my time because the weather is getting nice. Again, it's nice to sit outside when you have your lunch. So if I get up a little bit earlier in the morning, then I can take a little bit longer at lunchtime to sit outside or take the dog for the walk. If something comes up in the afternoon and I kind of want to go outside maybe after school hours and do things out in the yard, I have the freedom to do that if I get up a little bit earlier or I work a little bit in the evenings to kind of balance things out. So I typically tend to adjust my schedule a little bit for what works timing-wise in the summer. Obviously, depending on your work situation, you may or may not be able to flex too much. But honestly, I think that I really only adjust maybe 30 minutes one way or another. It's not a huge shift, but it does make a difference in how the day works. Perhaps I was getting up at 7, now I get up at 6.30. That 30 minutes can go a long way in your day depending on how you use it. So in the office, some of the things that I think about doing when I'm spring cleaning obviously are taking out the trash, making sure everything's neat and tidy, wiping everything down, dusting it. Obviously I'm moving things into a different room right now, so it's a little bit easier, but when I'm in my previous office upstairs, I would do that every year. I would just wipe everything down, clean out all the drawers, get rid of the pens that don't work, the piles of paper, the little pieces of paper that we always say we're going to get back to. There's um, a great app called Adobe Scan where I just learned recently that you can scan all these papers in. I'm totally a paper person, but it does pile up and sometimes I won't be at my desk and I need something and it's a little bit frustrating because I'm a little slow to get with the times. So this app called Adobe Scan, you can get it on your phone if you have a, a Apple phone or if you have an um, Android if you have an Android phone, you can use it on there too. And it's totally free, which is awesome. It makes PDFs of whatever you scan. You can save it on your computer, save it on your phone, wherever you have it, so that if you use the cloud, you can get it wherever. 
that's been a huge tool that I've used this spring with my spring cleaning because, again, I do have a lot of papers that I seem to just compile through the year. I don't know where they come from. A lot of it's junk mail or something I might want to look at or an article that seems interesting, and I just don't seem to get to it because I forget that it's in the pile. So now I made a folder on my desktop of things to read, and that way if I find myself, you know, if you're at the dentist and you're sitting around, it's a perfect time to spend five minutes to read that article you've been putting off and putting off. So I typically go through and clean out all my files. I reorganized a lot of my filing cabinet and reorganized a lot of things on my desktop on my computer. I don't know about you, but I am quite clever when it comes to organizing folders for the first time. I get a little crazy with overthinking, over-engineering, and, and really trying to be thoughtful about how I will search for things. And nine times out of ten, I'm wrong. That's not how I look for them. So every year I kind of go back and I think about how I'm organizing filing things and how I'm searching for things in the moment. If someone needs a document or has a question or I need to find something quickly, how am I searching for it and reorganizing my files that way so that it saves me a lot of time and trying to dig through and figure out where the documents are. I also do a little bit of updating on my document control. Uh, with respect to version controlling, I go through and try to make sure that if I've gotten a little sloppy or a little bit lazy with trying to keep things consistent, that I go through and I rename those files that have gotten a little jagged around the edges to make sure that everything lines up in my folders. Because at least for me, I look for a lot of things by date to try and find things that I know I did last month or I know I did in the fall, things like that. So it makes it a little bit easier if you've got them filed in that format. Whatever works for you, whatever format, however you tend to look for files, maybe it's subject-focused, maybe it's topic-focused, maybe it's person-focused, number-focused, however works for you, come up with a system that makes your life a little bit easier because, believe it or not, those five minutes we spend digging through, searching every folder, trying to find something, those are valuable time, and we want to be able to use those for fun things in the summer. We don't want to be sitting in our office on a Saturday afternoon digging for a file because we didn't file it in an organized fashion. The other thing I do is clean out my email. I try to stay on top of my email in general just because I don't like it to get full, but I like to go through and organize my folders. Anything that is more than two years old, I archive. I know a lot of folks archive at the end of one year, but I, I haven't, I've been resistant to that so far. I still like to keep everything for, for two years in there. I do have an old folder where I'll put everything in a last year folder. So at least it's still there, but I don't have to kind of dig through. Since I use Outlook, I just find that it makes my life a little bit easier. So I'll, I'll label them 2020, 2021 for the folder so I know what I'm putting where. Again, it's a personal approach whatever works for you however it makes your life easier but think about how you use your email and think about how you organize your folders if you delete everything that you get perfect if you save everything you get coming up with a system so that those things are easy for you to find will save you time and make your life a whole lot easier and the last thing that I think about when I am spring cleaning my office is kind of the layout of how I arrange things, the physical pieces. 
Am I comfortable in my chair? Recently, I was really struggling with my chair. I actually sat on the floor for a while for probably a couple weeks. I was having some trouble with my back because my chair was really uncomfortable and I was resistant to buying a new one because desk chairs are expensive and it just seemed like, eh, I'll just give it a few weeks and then I'll go back in my chair and it'll be fine. But think about how I eventually broke down and, and got a new chair. So it was just one of those things. If you're sitting in your chair for a long period of time and it's making you uncomfortable, it might be worthwhile to save the money and invest in it. You can get ones. The one I got was not, not crazy expensive. So you want to be thinking about how you arrange your your seat. You arrange your desk. Where does your monitor go? There are so many different guides and guidelines about how you should have your desk, the angle of your arms, all of the ergonomics that go into it. I I like to think that I do some of that. I know that when I worked in government, we actually had someone come and do an ergonomic study and taught us a little bit about how we should be sitting to make it easier on our back, and it did make a difference. Things like if you are sitting too far from the monitor, I'm getting a little bit older, so I need reading glasses, and I need to get a little bit closer to the monitor, little things like that. Things that save you time as well if you are using something that you keep across the room or somewhere out of reach and you constantly have to get up from your desk and go and get it and come back to your desk. It's good to do that if you're going to be getting up for the sake of getting yourself to be up and moving and get a few steps in, that's one thing. But if you're putting it there and it's just an inconvenience and you're in the middle of a call and you constantly have to get up and get it, then maybe consider finding a place closer to your desk to have that so that you can just have it within reach. There's also a lot of things that we have on our desk that we really don't need. I, I, I love to look at Pinterest and all of the neat and tidy ways that people organize their desks and it's amazing how so many things can get piled up in a matter of months and I find that putting those things away, finding a home for them, if they're not things that you use on a daily basis, put them in a drawer, put them in a basket, put them in a closet, put them someplace else, put them in the bin. Maybe it's something you just don't even use, right? If it's something that you don't need, clear your desk from it. There are some folks that work very well in clutter, but in my experience, most of the people that I talk to do not work well in clutter. Unless you are one of those people, having all of those things around us that we don't need, are they're distracting. It's different things we look at. Either it'll catch your eye when you're having a conversation or trying to think about something, then you daydream about where you got that item or what it's there for, or, oh gosh, I need to get rid of it. It's distracting. So the more minimalistic you can be about what you have on your workspace, can really be empowering and helpful in your productivity. Again, understanding that there are some people that function much better in a mess. I, I have met those people and quite frankly, they're impressive to me because I would be so distracted I couldn't, I couldn't get anything done. But that's just kind of how they operate. So unless that's you, and really do some soul searching because there aren't a whole lot of people that are like that. We're just lazy sometimes with putting stuff away. Find some places to put your stuff away and clear off your desk. So I hope you have fun this week organizing and spring cleaning your desk. I look forward to talking with you next week. Maybe I'll have some things on the wall and it'll be a little bit less echoey again. I apologize for that. And I think there might be a lot of birds 
So I'm going to have to think about how to handle that because it was quiet down in my basement. Have a great week and happy spring cleaning. All right. So thanks for listening to Building Your Best Career. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to buildingyourbestcareer.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or if you'd like to be a guest on an episode. And please go ahead and recommend me to your friends. Until next time, always remember to stand up and be confident. Stand by all that you do and say with integrity and stand out because after all, there's only one you.